Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from W is for Duck. As always, I am your host, Larry LeGrew, and on this week's podcast, there's a call out of the blue, emails that made me see red, a child that was definitely feeling green, plus I shall be reading last week's Friday poem that appeared on my blog, W is for Duck. Uh, this poem is a very special poem, and is, as it is the first of the Poem Challenges poem. But more on that later. For now, if you are listening comfortably and are sitting, standing, lying, cycling, jogging, jumping, skipping, swimming, flying, falling, bouncing, chewing, drinking, snoring, farting, breathing, choking, crying, laughing, comfortably... Then let's get on with the blog. Not the blog, the podcast. The podcast is by the same person as the blog, and you think I'd know that by now, having done this for three weeks. But yet, apparently not. This is the podcast, and I'm going to get on with it. So, uh, many of you will know, if you follow my blog, that I do some poetry. Uh, Every Friday I write a Friday poem. And a few months ago, I was lucky enough to be interviewed on three separate radio stations, uh, all of which were talking about my blog, my poetry, my book that I've written, and my poetry writing service. One of those radio radio stations was uh, BBC Radio Solent, and I popped along to their studios to be spoken to on their breakfast show, uh, Breakfast in Dorset, um, about my poetry. Uh, the, producer of, the producer of the show asked me to write a poem about the members of the Breakfast Show team. Um, he gave me uh, one line or a couple of lines about each person, and I expanded on, the, on the, the information given and wrote a comical poem about the team. Um, and that's pretty much the MO of my poem writing service. Uh, people want me to write a poem for somebody, I ask for some information about the person who's going to receive the poem, um, thoughts, you know, memories, nicknames, especially if the poem is going to be given from somebody else and the person who has commissioned the poem, I ask to find out what the person receives receiving the poem means to the person who's commissioned it. So if you were going to ask me to write a poem for a parent, for example, for a birthday um, then I would say to you, okay, what birthday is it? What's so special about your parents? Tell me a little bit about their lives, what they've done for work, where they've lived, any funny memories, that kind of stuff. So I did all that, um, and I spoke about that on the radio show, and yeah, it was really good. Got me some, you know, good exposure. Got my name out in there in the wider world, and you know, I thought nothing more of it. Well. Um, a couple of days ago, I got a phone call out of the blue from the host of The Breakfast Show, a guy called Steve Harris, and he was calling to find out if I would meet up with him in a couple of weeks to help him write the BBC Radio Solent Christmas song for 2018. Um, that's a massive honour and privilege, and it's a... Uh, uh, I think it's recognition of the talent that they've seen in me, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I have written a Christmas poem before, 
if you go onto Amazon and look for my book, The Friday Poems Volume 1, you should be able to get an excerpt of the very first poem that, in that book, which is a Christmas poem called Brian the Vomiting Shepherd. Now, it doesn't sound very Christmassy, I admit, but the idea is that Brian was one of the shepherds who saw the angel Gabriel, uh, but Brian suffered from constant and terrible nausea. Uh, it's a really good poem. It's one of my favourites. Uh, you'll have to check it out. Uh, if you go to Amazon, when you preview my book, you can uh, see it there. So, Call Out the Blue, really great. I'm really looking forward to it, and I will, of course, keep you updated on my blog and this podcast as to how things go. Uh, I won't be able to give probably too much away, at least before Christmas, um, but I will you know, tell you what I can. So that was really, really good. What was really, really bad, well, not really, really bad, but quite annoying today, um, I got some emails. I, I work in an office and I email people all the time. And I'd sent an email to somebody chasing some information. And on two occasions today, that person emailed me. But instead of starting the email with Dear Lawrence um, or Dear Larry, uh, well, I'm known, I'm known as Lawrence at work, um, they started it with Dear LeGrew. They used my surname in their greeting. Now, I don't know about you, but that struck me first time. It struck me strange, definitely off, And but I put it down to perhaps they were new or inexperienced, and I didn't say anything. And then a few hours later, when the conversation picked up again, I got another email. Dear LeGrew. And that's not right. That, that's rude. You don't <laughs> direct somebody just by their surname, um, unless you're on, you know, very good terms with them. I have a couple of friends who, you know, will occasionally call me LeGrew, but that's fine. I'm I'm you know happy with that. Um and you know they're both incredibly good looking. And one of them's a girl as well. So, you know <laughs> I don't mind that. That's a joke obviously. Not that she's a girl. She is a girl. That's not a joke. Um but yeah. Anyway, where was I? So second email came in Dear LeGrew I replied as politely as I can. I said, by the way, I've noticed that you've emailed me a couple of times today and started your emails with Dear LeGrew. You may not be aware, but that is actually my surname. Um, and my first name is Lawrence, and that's what I prefer to be called by. Would it be possible for you to use that in future? Obviously, I wanted to type, what the blue thunder are you doing? Don't use my surname. Use my first name, you idiot. But that's against company email etiquette, so I wasn't allowed to do that. So I politely said, would you mind using my first name? It is the one I was given. Um, feel free to use it, to wear it out. So please do. And the person duly responded, two words, sorry, Lawrence. But the sorry, Lawrence was typed into the subject field of the email. So it wasn't in the body. I didn't open the email and see an email. Sorry, Lawrence. She just put it in the subject. So that's even, you know, that's even more rude. Or it continues the rudeness. A rudeness extension, if you would. Um, I'm not sure where this is going to go. Hopefully not anywhere. 
But if it continues, I will have to maybe make a more formal complaint. People are strange. Who emails people with their surname, dear Legru? Dear Mr. Surname, obviously, if you're writing to Mr. Surname. But dear Mr. Legru, if it's if you don't know them, or Mr. So-and-so, Mr. So-and-so, Miss So-and-so, then use the surname, obviously. But if you don't, if you know the first name, use the first name. Very strange. So, strange things, things that go bump in the night. Well, although on my example, things that go in the night. Uh, my daughter had a sleepover last weekend. Her best friend came over. And on the same day, that my, my daughter went to a party, another friend's party. Had lots of cake and chocolates and crisps and fizzy pop and ran about and bounced about and came back and was hyper excited. Had the friend over for a sleepover and in due course, vomited in the middle of the night. A famous moment when she walks into our room and says, I've been sick. And it is everywhere. Me and my partner had to get up and clear it all up. My my, my fiance, God bless her, did most of the work. Um, but I've had my own occasions where I've been kneeling on the floor, kneeling on the carpet at one in the morning, wiping sick out of a carpet. And let me tell you, that is something they do not put in the contract when you start a new relationship. It's not in the handbook. There's no tutorial videos on YouTube. Yeah, they never tell you what to expect. And as much as I love my children, it takes the edge off, I can tell you. So, it's been a week of, 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 week of many colours. I feel a bit like uh, Jason and his Technicolor week. Um, my daughter suddenly had a Technicolor yawn. Um, it's all part of life's rich tapestry. So, that's enough about all of that. Now I'm going to read you last week's Friday poem from my blog, W to Duck. So, um, last week's Friday poem was a bit of a special one. It was the first of this year's Poem Challenges poems. If you don't know what that is, every year on my blog, I invite anybody, friends, family, blog followers, people who just come across my blog once, to suggest subject, topic for me to write a poem about. It can be about absolutely anything. There are no rules, no holds barred. Um, last year, the poems that I was asked to write about included, I was asked to write a poem without the letter A in it. I was asked to write a poem about chameleons and how they change their colours. And I was asked to write a poem about loose skin. So I will accept any suggestion. And the call went out again this year for people to, um, to give me suggestions. And the first one came from a work colleague of mine. Um, this is what she said. She said, you asked for a subject for a poem. Having given it a bit of a thought, I think it would be fabulous to have a positive poem about autism and being a parent to an autistic child. To give you a bit of a flavour about the angle I'm coming from, I am thinking, yes, there absolutely is all the stuff where we have the screaming ab dabs in Tesco's where she tries to, or where she tries to strangle me in the car, where she tries to kick her door in 
or where, as I wave her off on the bus to her special school, I get the words effing idiot shouted at me as her goodbye. Um, this is language newly developed for this year, courtesy of one of her classmates. But it is also easy to forget the things that in retrospect make you laugh, make you remember how much you love her. Um, they have made me mad, embarrassed at the time. So that is what she asked me to do. Um, she gave me some brief examples and I went away and I wrote the poem, <clears throat> which I called Amazingly Autistic. And here it is. Bathroom magic shows at 4am. Glasses flush down the loo again. Primary school inquisition about your friends. Do you know them, Mummy? Do you know them? Anything wrapped up to be a gift. Clothes pegs, cutlery, stones or twigs. Your teacher's got a lovely shock. Beautifully wrapped up specimen pots. Christmas holidays at 3am. Every day, silent night. Again. Telling strangers, matter of fact, their hair looks awful or they look fat. The concept known as biting your tongue was lost on my little autistic one. Collecting junk, it seemed to me, but treasured like its jewellery. Stickers, fabric, an old jam jar, yet seeing a beauty in what they are. Squeezy cuddles, as if the last. Squeezing tight, you hold on fast. Finding hilarity, to me unseen, in something as simple as the word green. Your world record-breaking screams that lasted forever, or so it seemed. On average, they lasted for about an hour, and I was in awe of your vocal power. You notice how my eyes change with my contact lenses in. I cannot understand how you can see such a thing. And your memory, the ability you have to recall. The single conversation we had when you were so small. All this and so much else prove what I already know. You are amazingly autistic, and I love you so. So, that was the poem I wrote. Um, that's what I do as part of my poem writing service. So, if anyone listening to this podcast might be interested in having me write a bespoke poem for somebody, by all means, you can get in touch with me simply by emailing me at wisforduck at outlook.com. That's wisforduck at outlook.com. All inquiries are free and without obligation. Um, I'd love to hear from you and see how I, how I can work with you to create something really special for somebody. So that's it for this podcast. I hope you've liked it. Um, feel free to send me any comments or messages on it, uh, and I will see you again or speak to you again next week. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.